Hashtag MSW. Inquisitive fun. It's radio. Hashtag MSW. All right. Uh, it almost feels like uh, we are an airport here, hey? Flights landing, others are taking off. It's a beautiful thing. That's why we love sports. <laughs> Welcome. If you're just uh, joining us, you're listening to hashtag MSW. It is Marrow Sports Worldwide live on 947. Also live on Vuma FM, Rise FM, and on Sowetan Live. It is so beautiful that we don't even have time to greet a guest. You know, you just uh, shoot straight. Yeah, you have him sitting in front of you. And that's why AJ, who is a South African born motorcycle rider who has been riding ever since the age of three. Ciao. Crazy. He's currently 35 years old, races in South Africa in the MR SSA. I mean, that's, that's the series that he finished, what, second overall back in 2022. Great finish, in fact. And AJ does a lot of youth development work within the South African motorcycle industry to help grow the sport locally. So the daredevil is here himself in the flesh. Good to see you, AJ. Welcome to the show. Hey, Rob. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Sure. From the age of three, how the hell did you manage that? Yeah, you know, Rob, motorcycle racing has been in uh, in our family a long time. Yeah, I know. Uncle. My dad. Your dad, grandfather, my everyone. grandfather, yeah, yeah. But how, though? I mean, how did it get into the DNA of the family? Did you ever ask? I haven't, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I've got a little boy now, a little five-year-old who's mental about motorbikes. And, Already? <laughs> and, and ridiculously mental. And And... I'm sort of trying to guide him away from it, you know, but all he wants to do is ride and ride and ride and ride. And you can't though, because like I say, it's in the DNA. So what, what daddy does, you know, I'm going to do as the son and you can't run away from that. Maybe he's going to go in places where you were not able to, he's going to break the records that you were not able to break as well. So if you started at three, he's five, he's already two years late. Yeah, you know, Rob, I watch some of the things he does in the mornings. You know, everything's a race. Yeah. Whether you're getting out of bed, getting in the shower, eating your breakfast. So <laughs> a, a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people give me a give me a hard time. Um just to you know, tell you that he's gonna go that route. Yeah. And as much as I'm against it, if he goes that route, it's it's a stressful thing for me. People talk about the Isle of Man and we all start to shiver and shake because we know how, how tough, how how difficult that is. And not only just how tough and difficult it is, we always look at the worst case scenario. We always look at, you could be injured. And I know there's some people that you know who are still trying to recover from injuries. We've been very close to the races as well. But it's also a race potentially like anything that you get into, which is motor related, could end your life. But you've been at this for the longest time and you still want some more. I think this year you even want some more. You'll tell us about it later on. But what are those dangers? I mean, just tell us about why it is pitted as being one of the most dangerous races in the world. So, Rob, the, the Isle of Man TT is a street race. Yeah. Okay. And it's it's based in the Isle of Man um, in the UK between England and Ireland. And uh, it basically it's a 37-mile long course that they make on the public roads. So you basically you're going through towns, you're going through villages, you're going over jumps and bumps and practice week runs uh, from the 28th. And if you, it's a normal day of work, you know, so they run it over two weeks because it's not like any event where yeah. you would have a Friday practice and a Saturday race. You would, you know, everybody goes to work during the day. So it's about half an hour, 40 minutes before uh, before the session starts, they close the roads. So everybody finishes work at, say, 4 o'clock. 
they let open the roads, let everybody go home, and then they block off the roads, and and, and you have this race, you know, and it's it's, it's yeah, it's it's something it's unique, you know. But also just the speeds, though. You you clocking what two eighty? Yeah, so three hundred. So you'll do three hundred. I think three twenty five is one of the fastest recorded speeds at the end of one of the straights, um, and it's on a public road. So there's 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 actually. It's a bit of a myth as well when it comes to the exact top speed because each year the bikes are getting faster and faster. Yeah. You know, your tires and your electronics and the technology is improving so much that you move the speed traps a little bit higher to try and, sorry, higher up a straight, for example, right. to try and keep the speed down. Because if something did happen or uh, uh, there was an, I- an issue, you know, they, uh, the cops or the coroner would look at and go, but guys, you're doing 300 kilometers on a public road. <laughs> you know, where, where in the world can you do, call it over 200 alone? Yeah, you know, where exactly. can you do 200 legally with people cheering you on? And it's, it's, it's encouraged, you know. I, I, like, I like the way you say, if there was an issue. I mean, you so politely put it. All right, let's find out what these little issues uh, could be. But I think he, he's kind of safe. He's got some of the best uh, tires you could ever ask for, uh, being a Dunlop ambassador right here in SA. Marawa Sports Worldwide Live. In three, two, one. On 947, Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live. Hashtag MSW. Version. I see on social media a lot of people asking me here, AJ, I know you were breaking it down in terms of the Isle of Man, the TT races. What's what's the big difference? Being a street race, yes. Is there anything else you can break down just to get us to mentally understand what it is that you go through? So the, the Isle of Man TT is, like we mentioned, a street yeah. race. Um, so you, it's it's... The, the distance that you would ride. So in, in relation to a, a racetrack yeah. like a Kalami or, or you know anything overseas, Kalami I think is four kilometers, four and a half kilometers long per yeah. lap. The Alaman TT course is 37 miles, which is, it's about 65 kilometers. Um, so, and it's like I say, of ups and downs yeah. and public roads. So your conditions change quite a lot. In uh, in race week we do so they break it up over two weeks and you you ride in different classes and uh, when I say on the big bike we you ride a thousand cc superbike and then you ride a six hundred cc superbike and then you have a slightly slower six fifty cc motorbike right and uh, they're all different ev- different classes you can enter now the two big events of that the two big races is a six lap race so within those six laps you're doing thirty seven miles your fuel becomes a an issue, you know, petrol. So mm. we run bigger fuel tanks. We run, obviously, the, you, you've got to build the bike. And this this is the first year that we're building our own bike, you know. So it's a South African bike, South African team, um, South African mechanics. I mean, we, we can even go as far as Santa BMW or, or the guys that provided us with a BMW that we're riding on the big bike. And... Uh, I mean, even the courier Skynet yeah. that are transporting the bike is a South African-based business. So it's quite a proud thing to have. You know, I'm, I'm not sure if, if any South African rider team, if you call it that, has put something together and gone abroad, entered the world's, call it the world's mm. toughest road race, you know, is, and, and, and done it on their own bat. So I mean that's a proudly SA moment. And, and I think also part of our duty as a show here is, is to make sure that the likes of Proudly SA, they get to know about it, uh, the likes of the Minister of Sport, 
gets to know about this. I mean, if not only you being South African, but having a team around you that is purely and 100% South African, that means a big deal. So everything we've done, Rob, from from the the, the tires, yeah. you know, our tires we've got locally, uh, all the parts for the bike in terms of building the bike, the race preparation, um, the, like I mentioned, the transportation, the mechanics, yeah. the the and you know something, I've got quite a big interest in the youth in terms of teaching kids and and, and growing kids up in in the development. I run a riding school, and uh, to come back from an event like that is something. You can, you know, you can you can give back to the kids. Yeah. You know, I was at a, at a race meeting now on Saturday, where the youngsters ride at the short circuit, and to see some of those little kids running around, it's the cutest thing ever. You know, and and for me, I, I don't spend a lot of time at them, so I'm not familiar with them. Mm. But the kids will come up to you, and you'll have a chat with them, and you know, there's something stuck out to me was this little youngster walked past me, and he, he, he out of the blue with his kit and everything on just before his race, you know, and he said, "Are you AJ?" And I was like, yes, boy. And he says, well, do you know who I am? You know, and, and I, I didn't know who he was, but he was just so proud to ask me if I know who he is. Yeah. You know, and I was like, yes, man, I've been watching you the whole morning and you, you know, you're really, you're riding well. And I just, every time he would ride, I'd go and find him and just go give him a pat on the back. And you can see the enjoyment, you know, they, 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 they enjoy that. So he obviously knows who his hero is. All he wants is for the hero to at least start to know him now. And, and it's a good, honest and innocent kind of question to ask as a kid because it, it also doubles up on why your academy then becomes so important in terms of helping and shaping the youngsters. Yes, you know, in, in, in motorsport in South Africa is a, is a very small minority. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and it's somewhere that needs to be invested. So the likes of, and I'm sure you'll be familiar of, of Brad Binder. Yes. Um, you know what Brad's done for South Africa, for himself, for everyone, yeah. you know, he's, he's put motorcycle racing and South Africa on the map, you know, and what's good with Brad is he's so good with the people, he's so good with the kids, he's so, so that's already given it a big kick, you know, and, yeah. and, and all, there's a handful of riders that some people know, some are in, the, in America, some in the UK, you've got to give back to the kids, yeah. you know, because we, we're getting old. You know, mm. we, we, we're growing and they need to filter through. So I enjoy, I enjoyed conversations with, with Brad even before he won his first race. But he was that open. I think he was he wanted to tell the story before it happened. I, I can't say now that, you know, he is known worldwide that we can't get that opportunity. I'll be lying about it. We still can. And you're absolutely right. I think his humility allows him to do that and long may that continue. In fact, let me take a caller from Bedford View. Diedrich, good evening. Rob, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Hey, all I've got to say is, whatever you've been doing, Diedrich, please continue, never stop. Yeah, no, thank you very much. AJ, Diedrich here from Skynet. And I just from a Skynet point of view, you know, I, I can only just add to what AJ said. This is such a good South African success story where two South African, um, firstly a company, and obviously AJ in his own right, um, and with his talent taking part in a global stage. We want to just, AJ, from a Scani point of view, wish you well, be safe. Um, you said earlier on that your the maximum speed there is 325 k's an hour. Hopefully with Scani behind you, you can do uh, 326 or more k's, um, but do it safely, sir. But from all of us at Scani, the entire Scani global team, we really wish you well, be safe, and uh, thank you for making South Africa proud. Thank you, Dedrick. I really, really appreciate that. And just a thing, you know, thank you to all your team. Mm. The last two weeks with all the paperwork and the loading and the crates and 
they've been phenomenal. They've really, really, really gone out of their way. You know, just driving here now, yeah. they were still phoning us just to make sure is everything okay, everything sorted, because the stuff gets ready to leave tomorrow. Oh. So, Diedrich, you know, your your whole team, everyone at Skynet, thank you, thank you, thank you. Diedrich, I was going to ask you, though, what made you want to be part of sponsoring what ultimately we've been tracking and following AJ's progress and, and success story for a while. You know, we just haven't nailed him into the studio yet. But as, as Skynet, what encouraged you to be involved? Oh, you know what, just as a, as a company and as a global company, but specifically from a South African point of view, you know, we're a bit of a South African success story that's gone global. We've acquired businesses in London, Belgium and Germany and elsewhere where normally these big um, companies come and they buy South African companies. We've said, you know, let's, let us be the one that buys these international um, companies. Um, and then to, for us to, to st- um, stay true to the South African roots and, and, and to help um, local sportsmen like AJ, like Kevin Arena. It's not mm-hmm. the only as We also sponsor Kevin Arena. So it's, it, I think it's important, and I think AJ said it best, you know, for South African companies to support our South African superstars that's representing us on a global stage. And we have to get behind these people. You know, sports always has the ability to unite people. We've seen that since mm-hmm. 1994. But we have to, as corporates, get behind these superstars that's representing the, com- the, the country, the people, and our company on a global stage. Yeah, jeez. Diedrich, thank you so much, man. That's really encouraging. Uh, also knowing about Kevin Larina as being one of the uh, people that you do sponsor. We've seen him. We've seen him up into the heavyweight division and try his, you know, his best to fly the South African flag. So as I say, keep flying that flag higher, Diedrich, in Bedford View. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Rob. And yeah, I just want to just use the opportunity again to say well done to, to AJ. His preparation's gone well. Good luck, be safe, and also to Kevin who's fighting um, for his title on Saturday. Good luck to Kevin as well. Beautiful, beautiful stuff indeed. Jedrick in Bedford View uh, joining us. And that that's encouraging. I mean, that's the kind of story that you, you, you want to talk about, tell your kids in the future about the involvement of big business in terms of what you're doing. I talked about Dunlop. Um, I know that it's a, it's a two-way thing here. There is a, a Michael Dunlop that you know you know, quite personally and very close to in terms of the, the racing space. But then obviously Dunlop the product as well. Do you still represent them? Are you still in an ambassadorial role or have you moved on since? So Rob, I, I was involved with Dunlop to my last TT, so I call it 2019. Right. Um, and Dunlop was a big contributor to the TT as well. Yeah. Um, and subsequent to that, when COVID hit, there was a bit of an issue with the tyres at Dunlop head office in the factory. And it became a safety issue. So this year, there's no Dunlop at the TT. Um, there's no representation. And when when that all became a bit of a, a, a an issue from Dunlop's perspective in Europe, and it was a worldwide thing, you know, yeah. it wasn't just aimed at. Um, I've done quite a bit of work with Michelin. And, uh, you know, the, this year, or well, last year, actually, I think Michelin brought out a new tyre. Yeah. And it's not a, a, a popular tyre at the TT, but... And I, I did my homework. Is the fastest newcomer at last year's TT, and the fastest newcomer at my last TT was actually a teammate of mine, Juan Michelin's. Um, and I opted to go that route because we can't get those Dunlops in South Africa. And uh, Michelin have come on board, and they they, they back a racing, and you know what I mean. That you, mm-hmm. you, you, you you can work hand in hand. You can pick the phone up. You can phone around at Autocycle. You can have a coffee with him. You know, and 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 you've got the support you need. So. Yeah, we 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 going the route with Michelin. Um, I'll be running the and and believe it or not, the team I'm riding my my BM from South Africa, 
and uh, I'll be on a 600, an, a different motorbike for the team based there, quite a well-known team. Yeah. Um, also a bit of a funny story that, you know, it's a team, when I was young, I sort of, I looked up to that team, you know, and uh, they run Michelin's, ironically, and the way the deal came about was I phoned them to find out what they thought of the Michelin tires because I was taking the Michelin tires over. Okay. And after a, a conversation, 20 minutes, I was riding one of their motorbikes. No ways. So, so it opened it opened quite a door there. Yeah. You know, and, and, and yeah, so so as we speak now, I'm a Michelin man and I'm moving forward with Michelin and I'm very happy. Oh, that sounded like an ad. Hey, I'm a Michelin man <laughs> right here. <laughs> Just I'm not the size of a Michelin man. <laughs> Tell me about Wilson Craig Racing Team. And, and, and you know, I'm not, I'm not, it's not a throwaway. We are extremely Happy and proud. In fact, I don't know too many people that actually know about your association with um, Michelin as well. But the Wilson Craig team, tell me more about that. So the Wilson Craig team is a is a road racing team. Yeah. Okay. A very well established road race, racing team from probably the last 10, 15 years of, of, of Irish road racing. So road racing specific like the TT and uh, it, it originates from the Irish national roads. That's where the road racing aspect comes from and uh, the team was run by a guy by the name of Wilson Craig who passed away I think two or three years ago mm. and uh, you know I've had teammates in the past that have ridden for Wilson Craig and when you're in the road racing fraternity they follow the calendar and that's it's, it's like you know when in Formula 1 you want to drive a Ferrari or you want to drive a McLaren or yeah. if you do road racing you want to ride a Wilson Craig bike you know and uh, the previous years that I've gone over to TT I've sort of seen them and I met Wilson Craig back then and I had a teammate Guy Martin um, in 2007 who he actually ended up riding for, for Wilson Craig and yeah that just opened the door and when, when this whole thing came about a friend of mine was riding he got injured about three weeks ago and he phoned me and he, and he just said to me you know AJ I'm, I'm hurt I can't ride so we're going to put a deal together we're going to put you on the Wilson Craig bike and you know it, it was it was special that because I wanted a 600 to ride yeah I didn't expect to ride that bike, you know. So it has, it's, it's from a marketing perspective and, and just a personal thing of someone that's followed racing from a young age, you know. It's, it's, it's a photo to have in the room now, you know, in, in, in Dad's pub. Absolutely. Park, oh, you know. Such achievement, man. I think the more you tell the story, kind of goosebumps because a lot of kids kind of yearn for the kind of dream. Uh, and you've been living a lot of kids' dreams yourself. And uh, I can understand why they would warm up to you. I see a lot of uh, questions that have been coming through. Uh, yeah, we've got about a minute left. Uh, just saying that uh, what's what's AJ expecting to gain? What's he expecting to achieve? I, I don't know if it's more like the monetary gain from it. I mean, you mentioned Formula One and so on, and we know those guys earn crazy money as well. But from what you do, and as you head off to Isle of Man, the TT race, do you... Do you earn as much as, let's say, the other guys do? You know, Rob, it's, it's not about the money. Yeah. Um, there is big money in road racing. You know, if, you, if you're the Michael Dunlops and, and, and the full people that do the full season of it. Um, you know, and, and, and for me, going to the Isle of Man, is, it's, it's, you've got to be invited to go there. And mm. at the beginning of this year, we weren't too sure if we were in, if we were out, if we were going to go. And all these opportunities arose when I spent some time. We had a race year with Michael Dunlop at the beginning of the year. And just doors started to open and, and, and I had a conversation with my dad and my dad's coming over with me this year you know I wanted to take him last year as a as a gift for his 60th birthday yeah. and he's actually my mechanic that's coming over he's he's the rocket scientist that makes the bike go forward Crazy. you know and 
the 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 fact that we can go i said to my dad you know i don't think we'll get this opportunity again you know and because we have the chance we have the opportunity we can go there we can mm. ride it i can do it you know and 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 to come back here and 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 share the stories you know and then fucking inspire people we want to try and take some more south africans over next year you know go and show them the place and and share our passion of of motorcycle racing you know so for me it's more the passion than the money when do you leave i leave next week sunday next week sunday take all our blessings aj absolute pleasure and uh, we'll share the social media platforms where you can follow aj uh, right throughout the course of the day as we begin our post catch you again tomorrow aj all the best my man rob thank you very much appreciate it